Welcome to episode 11, guys, of the Paul Podcast. Let's take our first sip. Ooh, that's very, very good. So today's beer is, uh, this week's beer is a Stiegel Rattler. So it's a raspberry um, wheat beer, I guess. So, uh, I guess we'll get right into the the weekend news. Weekend update. Paul Ald version. That's what we're going to call this. Uh, this weekend was great, honestly. Um, as I mentioned last time, I was going to Vegas, so I left on Friday. It was about a 12-hour drive-ish. Um, pretty smooth drive. Hi, kitty. To hope. She's been meowing a lot. We'll get to that later. Um, pretty smooth drive. Got there around 2.30 or 3. Um, arrived, you know, had a beer with my friend Gary, and we just... Hung out. Uh, first day was very fun. We walked around a lot. Because I really just wanted to walk around the strip again. Walk up and down it a bit. Oh, God. Muscle cramp out of nowhere. So we walked a lot on Friday. And I got very drunk. Um, <laughs> and it was really funny because we got separated at some point. Somehow. We don't even know how. And, uh, I just, there's like a, there's like a point, or like a period, uh, where I just don't remember what was happening. Like, there's just certain parts that are completely blacked out, and, uh, I just remember, like, walking around a hotel, and then puking, like, I think I puked on the carpet, maybe? <laughs> and then in, like, the wastebasket, or maybe just the wastebasket, uh, and then I just, I walked up to... Our apart or apartment, our hotel, <laughs> which we stayed at the Luxor, which was super cool. We were on the twentieth floor and we were actually like in the pyramid. Uh, so on the twentieth floor, there's like a really really cool view of like the interior, like you can see the entire inside of the hotel. Um, but it's really cool because it's like from your hotel, you can like see everything. So I highly recommend it, uh, although sometimes it's really hard to get into your uh, hotel or get into your, um, get the the elevator, like, scanner to read your app or something. It's like a pain in the fucking ass. Like, oh, it was so stupid. One time it was really busy, and I was trying to go upstairs, and I couldn't because my app wouldn't load because I had no internet in the elevator or like it died or something and so I couldn't get up and it was weird because it was like it was a long wait I don't remember it kind of sucked but it was also kind of awesome so anyway I remember after the puking part I just remember walking like getting up to the the 20th floor somehow and uh I was just like sitting outside the door because <laughs> my phone died so I couldn't get into the hotel 
I should have just asked for like a plastic card or something, but I didn't think to do that. Um, and uh, yeah, first day was really cool. Second day was also really cool. We um, we stayed out until like four thirty. Uh, and then had dinner really early, and then we, uh, slept until, like, 11.30, because we had an Omnia, um, event, like a showing or something, uh, not a showing, what the fuck am I talking about, I'm getting too much into apartment technology, terminology, wow, I can't speak English today, apartment terminology, uh, we had, so, there was, we had tickets to an Elenium show, Elenium is like a general, like, deep house DJ, uh, kind of like, you know, tech, Tiesto, so like techno, um, yeah, we had tickets to a Elenium show at Omnia, which is a really cool nightclub there, and, uh, that was Saturday night, and so, the show didn't actually start until like 1.30 or something, but... The doors open at like midnight, so we I guess we got there around like midnight ish, mid twelve thirty. So uh, super cool venue. There are like two different parts of the. Uh, I want to say there are actually three different parts of Amia, <clears throat> all with different music. Um, so one part is like obviously there's the main like venue, which is you know with the chandelier the chandelier is like the big uh attraction at omnia that's where the light show happens it's like the main room and then there's also a room where that's just like you know they've got music going on and it's weird because it's like in one room you can't hear anything in the other room so um and then there's also like a like a pat like a rooftop or something like an outdoor balcony venue but that was closed off i guess it wasn't open um so that was too bad but yeah it was really cool so we hung out for like an hour in the uh in the non-main venue room <laughs> the alternate one and then when the show started we basically um headed back into the main room and it took fucking like 30 minutes to get a beer or something but we eventually got some liquor and some beers and uh it was just an amazing show it was like really really cool to look at really beautiful and also just like just really good music i mean with a dj you're just you're not really stuck to like one type of music or anything i mean it, most of it is like deep house obviously but like it's all different songs you know some of the songs you've heard before i forget what all the songs were that they played but I mean, some of these songs were just like stuff that you've heard, you know, a lot. So it's it's good music. Um, I was headbanging like half of the time. I was just having a freaking. I was I was having so much fun. It's amazing. Uh, it's it was until like four o'clock or something like that. We ended up leaving at like four or four thirty. Walked back to our uh, hotel room. And it was really cool because it's, like, the sun is just starting to, like, like rise a little bit. So it was just cool to be out at that time. Um, and uh, I don't remember if this was when we 
went gambling. Yeah, I think the show started around 1.30 and ended around 3.30. So we actually left around 3.30. We went to Caesar's Palace, but we didn't really stop anywhere. And then we went to Park MGM. And we stopped at a roulette table. Because I had really wanted to, to bet on just, you know, something. Like, I want to bet on a red. Or I want to bet on black. It's easy. It doesn't win you a lot of money. Uh, but... You know, I was just like, it sounds easy, let's just do that, just for fun. So it's like 4 a.m., and we're just at a roulette table in the park MGM somewhere. We actually stop at a table that already has two people at it, and I think there were a couple or something. And they were, like, the friendliest people ever, because they actually, like, like taught us kind of how roulette works at that table. Um... And so I was like, uh, how does this work? Do you just bet on red or black? And they're like, well, you can bet on this number. You can bet on a number. You can bet on black. I think it was like you were betting on black numbers or red numbers. It wasn't just black. Like, But the strategy was like you, you could put down like one chip on every number and then at least you win something. And you can put more on certain numbers that you think are going to win or something like that. So after a few minutes, um, we're like just betting a little bit. I'm kind of like running out of money. And then um, I I put some chips down on a certain number that I think is really going to win. And it, it wins. And I win 75 bucks. And I had put in 20. So uh, <laughs> I was really excited because I was like, yes! We beat the system. <laughs> I don't know. I just, I was super excited to have won something. So I won like $55 or something. I don't remember exactly how much it was. I did cash out, but I honestly don't remember how much it was. But it, I remember someone said, oh, you won like 70 or 75 or something. So I think I won like close to 50 or just over that. And uh, so I was like, yes, cash me out right now. <laughs> quit, while, quit while I'm ahead. Because uh, I'm just I'm just so I don't I don't ever gamble like it's I'm a very, very rookie. So it's like I'm totally of the mindset. Quit while I'm ahead. I'm $50 ahead. Is that real? Oh, fuck. I can use that to buy dinner. Let's go. <laughs> so we just left right there. Uh, we bought some dinner. And uh, then we just walked outside, and yeah, it was like about 5 a.m. when we were walking past, like, the Excalibur, and that's when it was actually starting to, like, become light, kind of. So that was really cool to just have it be like, it's becoming morning, and we're, we're out, you know? It was just kind of a cool moment. So anyway, we get back. The next day was Sunday, and... Uh, Sunday was kind of, like, not as fun because, I don't know, we had breakfast. I had breakfast somewhere. It was really, really good. Uh, it was, like, biscuits and gravy or something. It was, like, a really good breakfast. But I was eating something from the night before after that. And, like, an hour or so after that, I actually got, like, kind of sick. Like, I just, my stomach started, like, nodding up. We ended up going to the pool, but it was kind of, like, lame. It just wasn't as cool as, like, the uh, Mal 
Malibu? No. Mandalay Bay. Mandalay Bay has, like, the best pool ever. So in comparison, it was just, like, kind of... I feel like the whole... If it's just, like, a boring pool with, like, you know, nothing really going on, going in that and drinking a beer is no longer, like, super cool for me. It's just... I don't know. It's just not... It wasn't that cool. You know, I think part of the thing that really made me not interested in it is how dirty I know these pools must be. I feel like I've... I feel like I'm ruined when it comes to pools. Uh, I don't know. I would never put my mouth in a pool ever again. But we did that as kids all the time, and I saw so many kids doing that, and I was like, no. Uh, I don't know. I just feel like there's got to be something nasty in that pool. It's so I just I didn't even really want to be in it that much. <laughs> I didn't trust the fucking water. Um yeah. So I don't know. I feel like I'm kind of ruined with big pools like that that have like that many people cuz it's like you know, someone must have pissed or something like it's just disgusting. You don't know what's in there. You don't know, you know. Uh so we left the pool and we went to, uh, oh, we went to Golden Tiki, which is a place I've been before. Uh, it's such an amazing, uh, bar. It's off the strip, but there's just so much to look at in that bar. There's just like, it's almost like a museum, honestly. Um, and the bathroom is really cool in that bar. I didn't even realize that, um... They've got a lot of skulls in that bar. Um, and they've also got amazing cocktails. So, highly recommend you check out the Golden Tiki if you're ever in Las Vegas. It is a must-stop. Also, they have, like, a, a live live music. Like, uh, like, some guy singing, like, I don't know, classic songs. Like, Dean Martin or something. I don't know. It was really good. And there's also, he was like cracking jokes every once in a while and it was kind of funny. And when you walk in, there's someone that greets you and they give you like a, what do they call those? Those Hawaiian things that you put around your neck. I don't know what they're called. So, I don't know. It's just amazing wait staff and overall a great experience. I should have had more, I should have had a different cocktail there because I got the same cocktail that I got last time. And it was amazing, again, but it was like, I had this last time. This was great, but it's like, I should have gotten something different. <laughs> so, I don't know. So after that, we were going to go to dinner somewhere, and I just, I couldn't even eat. My stomach was that shitty, so we kind of, it was a lame end to the night. I'm not going to lie, it was, it was a lame end to the night. But I also had to get up super early because I had to drive home. So I had to get up at like 4, ideally, right? I didn't have to get up, but like, I prefer to drive, like, starting super early. So there's limited traffic and stuff like that. So it was kind of lame, but overall a really, really good vacation. I guess I'll give a quick uh, update on the plants. Uh, I... Man, I guess overwatering them really works for long trips. So I had overwatered uh, 
the basil, the two basil plants I have. I have a Genovese and a sweet basil, and I overwatered both of them, and then I overwatered the rosemary as well. It just kind of worked, honestly. Uh, basically, you just drown them, and you just water them, like, way too much. Um, and then it's it lasts for, like, four or five days, so... That was really cool to just come back and see them, like, not dead. I don't know if that would work for the mint. I assume it would. I just didn't water the, wind, the mint enough. I had a spearmint plant, and it totally fucking died on me. Uh, when I came back from my uh, Glen Carbon vacation. And, uh, yeah, it's kind of a, kind of a fucking shame. Um... But today I added some new plants, to some new herbs to the, to the herb garden. Spearmint, cilantro, and another basil plant, because why not? You can't have too many basil plants. The Genovese is kind of like mostly, it's like 80% dead. <laughs> 90% even? I don't know. It's, it's like super tall and there are like a couple leaves at the top that are green and like that's it. But I'm still keeping it because I've had it for so long. Just because, I don't know. It's still growing. A little bit. <laughs> also, uh, something I learned recently is that small pots do not fucking work. Even if it's like a really small herb plant. Like, you'd think you'd want to put like a tiny herb plant in the smallest pot that it fits in. So that's super snug or something. But you do not want that. Because it's, like, really hard to water them. Um, basically, it's like if it's in that small of a pot, you water it, and it's like it overflows immediately. And I don't know. I've also learned that some soils just don't fucking work. Like, I, I don't know. I bought a soil from some plant shop, and it's... It, I don't know if it was really even potting soil or potting mix. But I got some from Home Depot, some potting mix, and it was, it's way better. So, some upgrades there. And uh, I'm going to try to start... Um, I'm going to try to start making plants from seeds. Because uh, I bought some cilantro seeds today, which was actually kind of stupid, because I ended up buying a plant as well. Uh, but I'm going to see if I can find like some uh, mint seeds and uh maybe sage so i can get that again um and i was looking up i was also googling um like really really good herbs to grow for cocktails and one of them was actually lemon verbena which i've never even heard of um let me bring up that list real quick uh, one list has mint, rosemary, lemon, verbena, which I've never even heard of. Basil, obviously. Tarragon is an interesting one. I wouldn't think that tarragon is good for anything. Thyme, a little bit surprising. Sage and lavender. Lavender makes a lot of sense. And then the other two were actually cilantro and edible flowers. Oh, that makes sense. Sometimes you see like edible flowers in um, cocktails. That does make sense. Favorites to dress up drinks include pansies, violas, nasturtium, baby's breath, honeysuckle, and hibiscus. Hibiscus would be a good one. Um, yeah, but I'm just thinking about buying some seeds just to grow plants. Uh, 
from seeds that I can't like get at Home Depot. Home Depot's herb selection as of today was way less than it was like two or three weeks ago. Um, which I guess kind of makes sense, but it's just, I don't know. So, I mean, I might have to eventually start buying, uh, seeds and growing stuff from seeds, which I think is going to be a really interesting learning process for me, so I'm kind of looking forward to that. I need to find, like, a seed shop or, I don't know, get some different kinds of seeds, like lemon verbena, verbena seeds, or, like, Lavender seeds, or thyme, or tarragon seeds. So I'm going to start looking into that. Uh, I got a new air purifier. I don't actually, I didn't actually have one, but uh, holy crap. The closet is just so nasty. Can't wait until I get a new apartment. I have multiple closets so I can put, so I can just dedicate I think I said this last time. So I can just dedicate one closet to just the cat box. Uh, but yeah, the, the whole house just has too much dander and hair flowing around. So I think an air purifier is going to be really useful. So I'm looking forward to using that on the daily. The whole pair in general is just getting kind of out of control. But I'm, I'm figuring out where it's living. And uh, I just need to vacuum and uh lint roll those areas like the cat tree has so much on it that I, I haven't even touched it yet the couch has a ton my bed probably has a ton it's kind of interesting i usually over the years have uh, stayed away from black linen and black like comforters because of how you can like you know it I mean, any cotton will attract cat hair, but with black, it's obvious how dirty it is, but, and I always saw that as, like, an, a downside, because it's, like, it looks bad, but, like, it's kind of an upside, because then you know, and you can, like, you know it's there, and you can, like, lint roll it. <laughs> Which, yeah, I think, I don't know, I think that's better. Because if you just, like, leave your comforter on your bed for, like, a whole month, eventually, like, it... And accumulates and you can't see it like my comforter is white so I can't see that shit um so I almost wonder if I should start investing in black um comforters and sheets and shit um my couch is definitely not black and it's probably gonna stay that way uh it's like a cream color and so I gotta start lint rolling that bitch as well also I think there might be better solutions on like Amazon of like hair removal tools and stuff like that that I haven't discovered yet. I'm not actually considering like calling a professional and just being like, my house is filled with cat hair. <laughs> um, what do I do? Help me. Uh, <laughs> I will pay massive sums. Yeah, honestly, first though, I need to fucking start tackling the sources that I think have the most of it. And I need to brush hope more often. i been brushing her like twice a week but i should be brushing her more often than that even and that's been effective hope by the way is just acting up so weird these days man when i come back from a big trip she's like there's a certain meow that she does 
that's akin to like the first meow that I get from her when I open the door and come back from my vacation. And she, she, she just gives me like that worried meow for like 24 hours like after that. It's like, it's like a, are you staying? Are you staying? Meow? Or I don't know. I get the feeling that she doesn't know if I'm going to be leaving again because I've been taking lots of vacations. I mean, these past two weeks have been back-to-back. Four-day road trips. Not road trips that long, but like, you know, four-day trips, vacation trips. And so she's probably freaked out and she probably thinks I'm going to be leaving this weekend, even though I'm not. Um, But I... I looked up the, the whole meowing thing today, and sometimes she'll be meowing even when she's not hungry, or when she has food in her bowl and there's no reason for her to be meowing. And I've heard that from the link I saw, the post I saw, uh, it basically says that she can some cats meow even just because they're old. Aging cats meow because they become disoriented or something. So I might have to... I'm thinking about taking her to a veterinarian. I think I have to, just to be like, she won't stop meowing. I don't know why. <laughs> but it's really fucking annoying. Um, yeah. I gotta work on that. I need to play with her more. I don't play with her ever, dude. I need to play with her more. It's It's just... I feel like I haven't had the time. But I gotta do that. I am thinking of getting a dog. I think I could actually do it. For the long term, I'm probably gonna be working from home, and I've gotten used to that. I've I've adjusted to it, and I don't mind it. Um, so I'm thinking about it. I mean, even if I wasn't working from home, I could still have a dog. I think I need to do some research about what dog I'm gonna get. Um, I was thinking about a Shiba Inu, but I've heard also that they're kind of loud. And hard to train and upkeep, and they might shed a lot, maybe? I need to do some research. I found one site that was just telling me a lot that was bad about them. But they're so cute! So, I don't know. I've always wanted a golden retriever, but I think they are really sheddy. And I don't really want something that's really sheddy, so I might just not do that. Uh, I do have a new vacation plan for July. It's I'm going to Disneyland. Uh, I have no idea if I'm going to drive or fly. I'm thinking about driving. Uh, I mean, when I get to LA, I'm going to want to like be driving around. Strangely, you would think I'd want to not do that. But there are like a lot of places I want to go that might be like far apart from each other. So I don't know if it's really going to be a good idea to do a lift. Um, and if I flew, I'd have to rent a car, so I think it might actually be cheaper to just drive there, which it's a 16-hour drive back and forth, which I'm kind of used to, but I also, like, kind of don't like. Um, I mean, it's it's a really pretty drive, not gonna lie. Uh, Utah is beautiful, but also, I just, I don't know. I'm, I'm always so, like, half half loving it, half hating it with the, the long drives. Um, but, I mean, 
at least this is to, to LA, so I mean, you know, it, it's a pretty drive there. I get to listen to, like, lots of podcasts. Like, this past weekend, I listened to Dan Carlin's Hardcore History. I usually listen to TMG and uh, Trillionaire Mindset a lot. Um, and so it's kind of fun because I get to listen to, like, a lot of podcasts. So I'm not sure. I'm really undecided if I'm going to fly or drive. I think it would make more sense to fly, but it's going to be cheaper to drive. So saving money <laughs> and if i buy a ton of shit i mean sure i could put it in my luggage if i fly but i just think it's cooler to have it be like it's my car so i can just put it in the car stuff i want to take back with me you know it's kind of it's i love that part of it where it's just like it's my car it's a storage unit <laughs> uh but i'm definitely looking forward to that um, vacation, because I've never been to Disneyland, um, and I'm just super psyched to see it, um, and I'm also going to be visiting some L.A. restaurants that I've missed. I'm not 100% sure which ones. I'm thinking, um, Plan Check is a must. Might do, um, Chubby Rice, um, fuck. I, I need to do a note on that and just figure out what I'm going to be eating. But there's so many good restaurants I've been to in LA that I really want to see and eat again at. Uh, Pink's will be a must, I think. Um, I'll probably stop at Amoeba. Oh, I'm going to definitely hit up the Getty because it was closed. Uh, I was lazy my first two years there in 2018 and 2019. I just didn't go. But I've been wanting to go there forever, so I'm going to definitely take a day to go there. And uh, I might visit this castle called Rubio's or Rubles. I don't remember which one. California has a lot of really, really cool castles just like in the middle of nowhere. Um, and Rubles or Rubio's, not Rubio's, that's Rubio's Grill, right? Ruble Castle, it's in Glendora. I think I need to visit that. I might visit that if I have time. Um, strangely, I don't think I'll need to go to the vi to the beach because I just that's not something that I really want to go see. I mean, I, I don't know. I might want to walk around Santa Monica, like my old neighborhood. That might be a good time. Like walk up to Brentwood from Old Stewart Street. Um, I don't know. I think that's probably going to be it, though. If I think of more, I'll let you guys know. Anyway, that's pretty much it for this one. Uh, I hope you guys enjoy this outro music, which I have no idea what I'm going to play. But, uh... I will see you guys in the next week's episode. And, uh, don't forget to blow your nose. Because that's a thing. It's just some random advice. Have a good week. 